Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, TCK Potters? I'm your host, Sky Guasco, joined always by my man, Lucas Kaser, and you are tuned in to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Candlestick Kids, leave a rate and review anywhere you're listening to your podcast, and follow us on IG at Fantasy Football underscore TCK Pod, and on Twitter at TCK underscore Pod. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. What up, TCK Potters? Happy to be back with you with another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 234. Lucas and I are going to have some fun on this one here. We're just going to dive into a mock draft. We are using the Fantasy Pros Draft Wizard, as we usually do. As you can see on the screen here, we've actually chosen to do a draft. We're going to do two different drafts uh, within kind of two different teams within the same draft. How about that? Lucas has chosen the 12th slot. I've chosen the fourth slot. We're going to go through this in two different ways for the tight end drafting. So, Lucas, I'm going to let you explain your strategy in one second. My strategy is late round tight end. I'm going into this mock draft knowing that I'm going late round tight end, so I'm not going to pick a, a tight end until the last probably maybe the last four rounds, and I might get two of them just to double up on the position depending on how the rest of my team goes. Lucas, A, how are you doing? B, what is your strategy going into this double team mock draft? Yep, so I haven't got a chance to actually finally do – my my set in stone strategy for this year uh that being said it is modified zero rb in case i get a top four pick or i'm going zero rb i'll break it down throughout this as to why i'm doing that or maybe why you might want to do that um so i'm on the 12 i'm on the turn that'll lead me to probably taking a tight end because i just do that in most leagues anyway so it's not like i'm changing strategy we're still hitting the tight end category um so we got both sides of this so i'm gonna go ahead and get started here if you're watching on youtube it's like a private um, domain, you could say. So the screen kind of bugs out sometimes and sort of buffers um, just so no one hacks into us. Um, so it is starting here pretty soon, loading up here. Um, so I guess um, you'll give your analysis when we get to the pick. We have 20 seconds to fill now. Um, so zero RB, I kind of came to the conclusion this year because outside of the top four running backs, I really don't like anyone that is valued at a first or a second round pick. And that was after I decided that I didn't even like anyone in the third round as it is. Um, so we can, I'll let you go here um, since you have 30 seconds. Yeah, it's okay. So, I mean, just right off the bat, I don't have any strategy other than tight end late. We only have 30 seconds to make a pick. CMC, Saquon, and Elliot go. Lucas, would I be crazy to go Alvin Kamara over Michael Thomas here? No, I, that's, he's my 104 in terms of my big board. So that's who I'd take. Boom, doing it. Alvin Kamara, number four off the board. It, I'll talk while you take your next pick here. It obviously smashes through this mock draft here, so we're all the way down to the 12th pick. Lucas, you have two on the turn. Yep, so I'm going to go with the chief stack of Tyreek and Travis Kelsey. I thought we'd have a little more time to talk about our picks here. Okay. Um, but basically what it comes down to in zero RB is you have to build a team of super consistent, super guaranteed points to go ahead and beat the teams with running back, right? Because you're taking shots on running backs late, uh, strategic shots, you could say. So Kelsey and uh, Hill, for me, 
if you listen to yesterday's episode, it's basically like Kelsey's role is locked and loaded. I know what I'm getting every week. And Hill, you don't know what you're getting every week, but you know the role he's getting for his team. Love it. I'm going to go with uh, Nick Chubb here and just double up on two stud running backs. In the back of the I'm, – again, I'm going tight end late. So I did not go with, uh, with uh, George Kittle, although he was available in the back of the second round. I like that a lot. I'm back on the clock here. I could go to my third running back, CEH. Seems pretty amazing right there as my third running back, although Mike Evans still available. DJ Moore as well. I'm going to go with Mike Evans there. I feel pretty good about this team already. Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Mike Evans, and Lucas, you are back on the clock for your third pick as well. Yep, so I got a double smash here with two of my favorite receivers this year so far, Robert Woods and Calvin Ridley. I really wanted um, Adam Thielen at the pick, but obviously he got taken. Um, so I am just kind of slowing down here a little bit. This isn't zoomed through it. Um, so I'm going to go Calvin Ridley. Obviously, we can't really talk about the picks before and after too much because this kind of zooms through it, uh, but we can recap at the end. Mm, I'm on the clock here. A.J. Brown still available. I'm stoked on that. Let me take a quick look at my roster. Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Mike Evans. My wide receiver, too, is A.J. Brown. I like that a lot. I'm not going tight end. I'm not going quarterback. Other running backs available, RB2s and threes. I'm going to go with A.J. Brown here for the big upside. I think D.J. Chark is probably a better consistency play there, but I think the huge upside there with uh, A.J. Brown I like quite a bit. Back on the clock again, and actually my boy DJ Chark did last to me. Uh, I'm going to pick another running back later. Quick scan on the tight on the quarterbacks. Dak's still available. Tight end available. I'm going to wait on that, though. I'm going to go with DJ Chark. I like this a lot. Yeah, and I'm a dummy and forgot to put a flex spot, so we're going to act like one of our uh, bench no spots is a flex spot here. Yeah, so now fine. I'm up to pick here. Um, I, Russ went two picks before me. That's probably who I would have taken. Mm. There's a couple running backs that I think are all kind of in a similar tier. Oh, man. You know what? Actually, I'm going to go Josh Allen here. I think he's still kind of in that middle tier of um, – I don't want to say streaming. That's kind of early for me, I would say, Ooh. there. But I'm going to go ahead and do it. And then we come down to the receivers here. Is there any val? Oh, yep. I got to do it. Julian Edelman here. Round six also might be too early, but go ahead and get your guys um, to round out my wide receiver core. Like it. All right, I'm going to get back on the clock here. I just three wide receivers in a row after going two uh, running backs to get started here. I am looking at Mark Ingram as my RB3. I like that. Jonathan Taylor, I like that upside as well. Kareem Hunt, too. Hmm. Let's look at the wide receivers one more time. Tyler Boyd. God damn, the wide receiver value was just so ridiculous. I'm going to do that and then go J.K. Dobbins. Let's do that. If it didn't time me out, Tyler Boyd, bam. My fourth receiver, Tyler Boyd, I like that a lot. And I think I got to – oh, Mark Ingram's still available here. I'm going to maybe do that stack. Or let's see, we're in the one, two, three, four, seventh round. I think I'm going to – how do you like that stack of Kareem Hunt really quick? I, I like it personally. I mean, I think you could start both guys this year pretty Yeah, pretty I'm going to go with uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt just to protect that in, that incredible backfield there for Cleveland. Uh, so you're up for two more, man. Yep, so I'm going to go James White here. I'm my favorite zero RB candidate. Um, not, even, not, even, not even a zero RB candidate. He's just a good football player, good fantasy player as it is. Um, I would give, I guess, advice in terms, but we'll just we'll let it roll here. So – I don't know. Ronald Jones is looking me down. Mm. 
I'm going to end up going Mostert. I'm not a big guy in drafting him in terms of normal value, but but I think in terms of if I'm going zero RB, I don't have to rely on his point-per-game production, so I don't mind that pick. Yep. So I've got two more bench positions, a tight end and a quarterback. Um, I do need to get some tight ends here. I'm going to look at quarterback when I'm going to wait on all those guys. Let's take a look at tight ends right now. Tyler Higby still available. One, two, three, four, eighth round. I don't like that so much. I'm going to go with, eh, I'll go with it. Tyler Higby, he'll be my first late round. Well, it's not even late round. It's just kind of mid round because we're only doing 12 on the mock. Um, but I'm going to wait and pick up another late round stud. How my quarterback's doing. Carson Wentz, running backs. Let's see. You wanted Ronald Jones? I might go Ronald Jones here. One, two, three, four. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go with Ronald Jones. Boom, to round out that team. So I've got one, two, three, four, five running backs and five receivers. I feel really good about this team. J.K. Dobbins tearing me down. That's a smash. I don't get him. I don't know if the ADPs are exactly correct on fantasy pros per se. Um, So don't take it super to heart. I would guess if you're like, wow, your team's pretty good. Um, So yeah. So now I think I'm going to go Alexander Madison. Uh, Dalvin Cook is coming back, but. Like I said, you guys know how I feel about Alvin Cook and never finishing a full season. So that's a good pick for me there, my RB4. Like it. And I have a quarterback and a tight end to grab still. Looking at these later round cut ends, I pass on Wentz every single time. I'm looking at Matt Stafford here. I feel good about that. I'm going to grab Stafford. And for my last pick, my second tight end to go with a later move. I think I'm actually going to reach a little bit here. So it's saying Mike Kosicki, which I like quite a bit. We talked about Mike Kosicki yesterday on not being very excited. TJ Hawkinson, I still need to see it more. I don't have Zach Ertz, so I'm going to pass on Della Goddard. I'm looking at John o. Smith, man, here um, as my second tight end with that upside there. I'm going to smash John o. Smith as my uh, second tight end. Yep. I'm going to end it off here going Big Ben. So I have the Josh Allen Big Ben stack. So that is our version of the speed mock draft. We will now um, – we'll actually go ahead and break this down. Um, this goes pretty fast. I did not think it went this fast. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, well, so I, I, can, I can just uh, – well, what was your grade? Let's, let's, let's do that. Uh, C plus. And that would probably be due to the fact that I didn't put in a flex <laughs> spot, so I took a bench before I took a running back. So, okay, so what was your, what was your overall number? Because I can share mine, and it was a, seven, a little bit better than a C plus. A 78. 78. I got a 96 out of 100 here. Uh, so clearly doing the art, you know, doing the later round tight end strategy, according to ECR versus going tight end early um, is a strategy that, that, you know, ECR, the expert consensus ranking prefers here. Let me run through my team. And then Lucas, you run through your team really quick here. So I had Matt Stafford, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Mike Evans, AJ Brown, Tyler Higby, and then our bench, DJ Chark, Tyler Boyd, Kareem Hunt, Ronald Jones, and Jono Smith. I love this team, frankly. Matt Stafford is could be a, you know a top six quarterback, should be a quarterback one for sure. Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb could each be top five running backs. Mark, uh, Mike Evans and A.J. Brown could be top you know 12 to 15 receivers as well if they click. They could be even higher than that. Tyler Higby, great upside. A little risky, so I went with a second tight end and John Smith with the great upside. DJ Chark, Tyler Boyd could be the alpha ones by the end of the season on their own team. And then Kareem Hunt got that handcuff for Nick Chubb, but also in his own right, a pass-catching reception. 
uh, master there. And then Ronald Jones, um, who is running hills very impressively so far. He looks great on film. Uh, so I'm going to just believe that Bruce Arians is going to give the veteran a second chance there with Tom Brady's offense, like Ronald Jones. Pretty, pretty beastly team, man. 96 out of 100. Lucas, break down your team as well. Yeah, so my grade is bad, but adding a flex spot. So I have Josh Allen, Raheem Mostert, James White, Tyree Kill, Robert Woods, Kelsey, and Calvin Ridley um, as my starters with Edelman, Dobbins, Big Ben, and Madison. So I guess I can break break it down. But I think I think this is a good time to to interject with the why zero RB because I haven't got to give the reasoning why. Um, so people might if you don't even care to like go zero RB don't don't bother to listen maybe give it a little bit of listen because I've I've grown to it um so the there's obviously multiple multiple reasons but really what it comes down to is for me is when I play fantasy uh I like to eliminate risk right everyone I know I've been big on like people throwing out uh I hate David Montgomery because bad volume I'd rather take insert later guy because more upside and that when people say that I get really 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 mad because what is upside right that's one thing that I know I've mentioned I'm trying to piece something together and it's really tough to actually like physically group something to get lump something together to make sense in terms of reading it so the best way I can describe it is I'm eliminating risk by not taking chances on the non-solidified running backs when it comes down to in-season form, if you don't have your top-tier running backs, you have to scramble, right? If you're not locked in with your two starters, you're always plugging and playing guys, doing this, doing that. But what happens when you're out of receivers? I, I mean, I can ask, but it's when you're projecting a running back, say, say Alvin Kamara were to get hurt. Latavius Murray was the RB1 back-to-back weeks. Say Michael Thomas were to get hurt. I know I'm not projecting Emmanuel Sanders to be the wide receiver one on the week or whatever, a top top 12 wide receiver week in and week out. It's just it's not possible. It's harder to project wide receiver production outside of the top guys, right? That's why we see Julio every year. It's, if Julio scores touchdown, he'd be the, the wide receiver one very easily. Okay, but he, but he doesn't. He gets what he gets. That's it. Devontae Adams gets what he gets when he's healthy. That's it. Michael Thomas gets what he gets when he's healthy. That's it. Terry Kill would be the wide receiver one if he could hit and maybe more consistent, but he's not. He's Terry Kill. That being said, these are easy to value in drafts. And outside of McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke, and Kamara, there's a big mix-up with how you're breaking down these other running backs. There's Dalvin Cook, injury. Derrick Henry, can he do it for a full season? Eckler, can he, can he actually do it? Joe Mixon, can, is he like this big question mark in general? So these running backs all have their – question marks and to me that's just an instant fade i know i broke it down on the tight end um the tight end strategy video that i'm going the top two or i'm not taking any because the top two don't have question marks the bottom guys have question marks but they're easier to overcome per se in the middle tier so really the zero rb to me eliminates really all risk it only generates i don't want to say upside it only generates positive outcomes because your floor is what you're drafting. You're drafting four receivers, a quarterback, and a tight end that you know what you're getting. You're taking chances on running backs. You're never in between in terms of, I don't know, let's just say sixth place and first or second. You're never sitting in that third to fourth range because, I don't know, maybe Joe Mixon only got three catches instead of the six that he was averaging on the year. You don't have that issue with Michael Thomas, Julio, Devontae Adams. So when it comes down to it, the main factors are eliminating risk, 
easier to project what your team's going to do. And uh, the confidence in yourself that you can project, project, predict later round running backs. And I feel like I can do a pretty good job of who to evaluate. Um, For example, James White, Alexander Madison, J.K. Dobbins will not be the case because I think Mark Ingram might might actually be the case, or Marlon Mack I think is a good one. Carryon Johnson is a good yeah. one. These guys that these guys that are the starting running backs for their teams are being drafted lower because everyone's over projecting running backs, over projecting running backs. Like I said, I was all about the RBs before the se- the offseason started because guys like Miles Sanders is going like the 107, a guy that might have cracked middle round two because people are realizing they're like, oh my gosh, I have to get running backs. More reason just to fade, to fade. So that being said, top four pick, modified zero RB. And what that really means is take the running back. Tight end is optimal, I think, or Julio Devonta Adams. And then go receiver, 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 tight end mixed in there, whatever. Then just running backs all the way down, guys with upside. Zach Moss, Boston Scott, Chase Edmonds, Madison, Matt Breida, Jordan Howard's a late – I mean, he's a zero RB candidate. That's like consistent points. James White. Um, so buy in with me if you want. Um, We'll see how it goes. I will. Um, I guess I'll be a walking example in the in the listener league. Um, I love it, dude. I love it. People- and, and stand your ground. And it's so funny you bring this up because just a couple of weeks ago we were like, you all know that Lucas is mandatory three yeah. running backs early and all this shit. And just a couple of weeks later, you're like, I'm going zero RB, and here's why, dude. This is exactly why we do this shit. This is exactly why we do this because you take this shit very seriously, as do I in our podcast and stuff. But we are not afraid to say, this is where I feel today. Tomorrow, <laughs> I could get a nugget of information, another mock draft, another something else, and be like, whoa, like all the running backs are going in the first two rounds. That's mm-hmm. stupid. So I'm just going to zig where everyone else is zagging, and I'm going to go ahead and, and grab crazy values. I'm with you, bro. Now, again, as you mentioned, you can get some of those middle-tier to late-round guys with running backs. It's risky. you got to put a lot of research into who you want. But at the same time, you could definitely come away with it, man, and, and, and make it happen. So this zero RB approach that you just had, the 78 out of 100, doesn't look sexy on, on ECR because the expert consensus ranking on Fantasy Bros has the running backs up high because that's how it is. And you didn't take one until late. So you got fucked on the, on the overall grade. I took three or two stud running backs, Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb, and then I took four starting wide receivers and my team looks nuts and it's a 96 out of 100, right? So there's different approaches. Mine looks better on paper, but again, I'm not necessarily against zero RB. You just have to make sure that you're putting in the research to do it appropriately. I love that you're going to kind of put your, put your flag in the ground, bro, because uh, you know, we need to do that. And um, so in the listener league, maybe you take that approach. Maybe I'll take a different approach and we'll see what happens at the end of the season, but I love it, man. So you know, just a 78 out of 100 for you, 96 out of 100 for myself, different strategies. Obviously, the ECR loves more than the other. But, uh, Lucas, how do you feel about your team overall in general? Great aside, how do you feel about your team? Yeah, I mean, I like it. I think I'm not a huge fan of Tyreek in terms of, like, the last tier of one, you could say. I think, like, the optimal start to me is MT, Adams, Julio with Kelsey. Um that interchanges from where you're at. I mean, I think an MT Julio stack is very doable. Julio Adams stack are very nice. Um, so he'll probably be the only one I'm like, eh. But I think, like I said, I have my guaranteed points of Woods, Kelsey, Ridley, even James White that I can I can do uh, with Tyreek Hill's uh, variance, you could say. Awesome. 
I dig it, man. Well, that wraps up a collaborative effort on a mock draft. Obviously, those happen very quickly, as you can see. So, you know, get this draft wizard, man. They have a great app. They are not a sponsor. They have a great app. They have a great uh, online uh, computer version that you're able to do. Lucas and I were jumped in the same draft with two separate teams. Great to do with your friends and your buddies, and you can do it really quickly. Um, so I love these, uh, these draft, uh, draft strategies and analyzers as well. So excellent, man. Well done. Um, let's get out of here and get into another mock draft tomorrow. I'm going to invite my good brother, Nick. Nick? Nick Ercolano, I think I was going to say, who shouts out to Nick Ercolano and the BDGE family, of course. But Chris Benavides of the Commission Fantasy Football Podcast is going to jump on tomorrow. We'll have to get Nick back on again real soon. Uh, but Chris is going to jump on tomorrow to jump onto another mock draft. He and I are going to mock draft one team together, and we're going to do that in the tight end premium mindset so you can see how that drafts out. So Nick, uh, Chris will jump on for episode 235. This was episode 234. Lucas, always a pleasure, man. I appreciate you jumping on back on for uh, these next couple episodes. And as we mentioned before we get out of here today, we have a huge announcement on Monday. Um, for the TCK pod and us going forward as a brand, as a podcast, as a YouTube channel, what we're going to be able to do, we're still fine tuning things. So we'll drop it on Monday, but we have a big announcement on Monday. So stay tuned for that. We are also going to be starting to drop some information on the TCK pod listener league. I know a lot of you are jonesing on that. We'll get some more information. So hold steady. I appreciate all the support. Go ahead and get yourself a draft guide. If you do not have one yet, just five bucks for the in season kit, five bucks for the preseason kit and 15 for both of those. Plus some one-on-one coaching from Lucas, myself, and some others. You can subscribe right here on the YouTube channel. Leave us a comment on this mock draft and how you feel about each team. You can also find us anywhere podcasts are listed. Leave a rate and review. Find us on Instagram at fantasy football underscore TCK pod. And on Twitter at TCK underscore pod. And you can find our draft guide and more at TCKpod.com. This is episode 234 of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. For Lucas Kaser, I'm Sky Guasco. And we are out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.